going on, everyone? Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined by Travis Brown. This is the Monday Post Press Conference Recap, sponsored by the Ranch Holiday-Davidson in College Station. We're here inside Pyle Field uh, following Jimbo Fisher's weekly press conference. Heard from Texas A&M's head man and a couple of Aggie football players following their loss to Auburn. Travis, the Aggies, they're, they're, they're out of bowl contention. And, you know, kind of a common theme was, you know, just kind of what kind of what they're playing for. And honestly, it's just it seems like they're just really playing for their own pride at this point. I I, I say this and I say it in, in an absolute direct quote. Jalen Preston said that they wanted to dominate, quote, dominate UMass. And they wanted to, quote, piss in their cornflakes when talking about LSU. Again, quotes, very descriptive. But yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of pride on the line um, heading into these last games because ultimately the, the season is over yeah well it, it, as much as Jimbo said that the team is not in disarray recruiting is not in disarray um A&M has still at times been pretty dysfunctional whether it's on the field off the field the latest thing was Moose Muhammad getting benched for apparently violating a team rule regarding wearing sleeves uh Jimbo kind of he didn't elaborate on what, what was going on, but Travis, can you just kind of take us through what was going on there? Yeah, uh, so he w- did not play after the opening kickoff in the game at Auburn. Uh, we asked Jimbo Fisher after the game. He declined to say. He said it's an internal matter. Wouldn't say if it was disciplinary. Uh, Moose then later came out and tweeted that it was because he was wearing arm sleeves. You know, these, uh, you kind of pull them on over. They're, they're not attached to a shirt. They're just sleeves. And that that was against the team rule, and he was benched. Uh, for wearing them for the rest of the game. So we asked Jimbo first to start off with if that was the case to respond to the the tweet that he put out. And he declined to do that and said it's handled. They've talked and then they moved on and then asked further. Um, does he have a rule against arm sleeves, which I think if we want to extrapolate that and and try to figure out why that could be a rule, you would think slicky under armor material if you're holding the ball high and tight it might create a little bit of a slicker surface and and might be a ball security issue right that being said he he also didn't want to elaborate on if that was a rule or not but did say that moose uh is available to play this saturday so uh we'll have to see if if he's out there on the field and if he is or isn't wearing arm sleeves interesting all around because you know Anim players have worn arm sleeves in different games moose muhammad included uh at different points of the season and you know i get it you know cold weather maybe have been a little damp you know in a game like that you don't want to risk losing the ball i remember in high school coaches would say hey if you're going to wear sleeves on friday you got to practice with them during the week um but you know just kind of all around just a, a difficult weird situation and certainly affect Anum's offense for sure. And, and it would be nice to have gotten a, a, a reasoning about what the rationale is behind the rule, if that is a rule, um, because I think you, you don't know who that rule applies to. You would think it would be offensive skill players, but, you know, uh, defensive players catching interceptions have to return balls, holding hold them high and tight in there. They wear sleeves. Um, just to see what the standard is there to know, because I think now you have a situation where they're going to go the last two games of the season and people are going to be pointing out who's wearing sleeves and who's not wearing sleeves and why. And and it, it just kind of causes more chaos that doesn't need to be there if you just answer the question. So, Well, it kind of gave way to some guys down the depth chart playing, one of them, Jalen Preston, 
Uh, we heard from him today along with Damani Richardson. And, you know, those are two guys that are fourth-year players, came in at the same time, and they have a chance to come back next season. But it seems like their future kind of kind of a little uncertain right now if they're going to come back or not. Yeah, they said they have it. They need to sit down and talk with their parents after the season and see how that goes. Um, I would think Jalen Preston would be a guy who would come back. Um, right. Maybe would have a little bit bigger of a role on a team being one of the older guys. Um, Damani Richardson was a question mark maybe coming into this season and came back. You would think that he's put enough film on there that he could go. But again, it all kind of comes down to a little bit of going into the spring, seeing what kind of grades they're getting back from seeing what kind of conversations they're having um, with people and who's in their ear, uh, who's in their circle in their ear and telling them, advising them what to do. You, you've seen plenty of players here at a in the past who have left early and it worked out well for them. And you had guys that left early and you thought, I don't know, maybe. And it, and it didn't work out well for him. So um, we'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of decisions. One of those guys you would have to think is Devon A-Chain, the running back who right. didn't play uh, in the Auburn game with a boot on his left foot. Um, Jimbo Fisher would not talk about injuries. He kind of gave a, blank, a blanket statement to say that everybody was day to day, but asked directly if we would expect to see Devon Aching back playing this season. Jimbo Fisher said yes. Yeah, you know, uh, certainly interesting to see what's going to happen with Devon uh, as the months unfold. Curious to see how track plays in that equ equation, mm -hmm. too, especially after the spring that he had this last year. Really, really kind of took off there. So, Travis? Uh, is there anything else that stood out to you from AM's press conference today? I mean, I think Jimbo Fisher, of course, a lot of respect for UMass, even though you look at some of the rankings of all 130 whatever teams and a lot of, and a lot of them, they're at the dead bottom of the list. Um, I asked a little bit, well, my story coming up this, this, uh, end of the year, week, end of the year, and the week will be a little bit about this, this, this last, uh, non-conference game, this kind of, uh, by week where you actually play that the SEC has done for years could go by the wayside um, when that nine game schedule, if that nine game conference schedule comes by and what the players think about it. I think you got to think this year, it's a little bit of a, a welcome uh, sight after it with the losing skit that they're on that they um, can get a little bit of the taste of a win uh, moving forward. I think they're 34.5 point favorites in this game. Um, but in other years when you're on a roll, do you want to just keep rolling through conference play? Do these players came, come here to play in the SEC? Do they want to really have a random UMass, New Mexico, Prairie View A&M game in the middle of it? Uh, you know, they said they would like to go out and play. And the other thing about it, too, that comes from an administrative standpoint, and it, look in the story, I have the game contracts. It, 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 these are games where A&M is actually having to shell out money to get these schools to come in and play, where if it's another SEC game, they get the gate, they get the concessions, they get everything, and that's a money-making thing, not a break-even or, or you make more of a profit. So that's another factor to, to con contend with these decisions moving forward as well. Well, regardless if it's UMass or Alabama, Anum needs a win in the worst way this weekend, that's for sure. Sure, sure, and I think uh, this will be the week to do it. For sure. All right, well, hey, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check TheEagle.com for all of our coverage leading up to Anum's game against UMass this week. Travis Brown, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next time.